G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let me introduce us as we get things underway, not only about the political issues that are going on in New South Wales, but our hosts today are just wonderful. They have greeted us so warmly. We're set up in the lounge area at the uh, Central Baptist Church in George Street in Sydney. And I want to introduce us to the international pastor of Central Baptist Church, the Reverend Dr. John Luster. Hello, John. Welcome along. Uh, Hello, Neil. It's nice to be in your program today. Uh, Well, we're thrilled to be here. Here we are. Uh, You're the carrier of the history today. Uh, As I say, the church goes back to the 1830s. Now, there's been a number of transitions through Sydney and the CBD in that time. Uh, Take us back to uh, the significance that you see as you're a part of the team and a part of the community here. Uh, What a tremendous history you're representing. Well, it's it's a privilege um, to serve in a 180-year-old church. So we're, we're like celebrating our 180th, 83rd anniversary um, this year. Um, the church um, obviously started in 1836, and this is the mother, the mother of all Baptist churches um, in, in Australia, really. So it's, it's a privilege, but at the same time, it's a huge burden because I do believe that it has shaped really what the Baptist movement in Australia is, um, even at this point in time. Well, that is an amazing Mm. thing. And uh, for Baptists especially, listening to us all around Australia in their communities, they will be uh, not so aware that Mm. their church looks very different to your church. Uh, The mothership, so to speak, (laughs) actually looks very different today than what it perhaps has ever looked. uh, Because here we are, and I mentioned in the the introduction, uh, we're in the Chinatown district in the Sydney CBD. And I know that while we think of Chinatowns, uh, you're saying things are even bigger than the Chinatown community. Yeah. Because give us a little insight into what's happening in particularly in the central business district of Sydney uh, with the difference of multicultures. Yep. Um, Australia as a whole is a multicultural country now. That means we have people from all over the world coming here. Um, Haymarket where our church is located is a representative of how Australia looks like, really. And you just come out of the church and you'll see probably around 10 different nationalities of people um, walking across and, and, and you can hear their languages and, and, and everywhere. Um, you will see that this is not just Chinatown anymore. Um, this area has been described in the press as Asia town because you have the Thai people, you have the Koreans, you have the Indonesians, the Cantonese, the Mandarin. So this is not really Chinatown, but it's Asia town. And other than Asian peoples, there are peoples from from Africa, from Europe, you know, the backpackers and everything. So this is a a, a melting pot really of of cultures. And I believe that is where Australia 
um, is is headed. And so we we, we represent that. Well, as we talk about an election, it's a state election tomorrow, it's an important election tomorrow, Uh, different communities are shaped by different cultural foundations. Uh, What about some insight into the sorts of things you're hearing, John, about uh, the election that's coming? Uh, Is the Asian community in the CBD in Sydney interested in what's happening in the election some will be able to vote yeah. uh, those who are citizens those who are not will it's you know maybe it's just something that's uh, just another thing that's happening what are your thoughts for what your community is is talking about yeah. i think in our previous conversation before um this program um started i was telling you that you know the day population in the city is like really big and people come here to study people come here to work um, if you want to have a picture of the sense of where these people are with regards to the statewide elections, maybe probably you will just pick up something that is very relevant and very immediate to the needs of these people. People want to work, people want to study, people want to earn a living. Um, I reckon what you pick up from the street would be how um, the unfolding events um, that is happening in the immediate context, which is basically if you walk along George Street, you see the light rail there. The chaos, um, the disturbance, um, the frustration of everyone's just walking, maybe the business um, around that has been, I mean, some shops have closed, um, you know, like in the process of, of the building. So what I'm, I'm trying to represent here are the people, probably the non-voters, who may not be directly affected by, you know, like the election in terms of their ability to vote. But the, the consequences and the results of the election greatly impacts them. So I'm talking about um, uncommunicated concerns that all of these people are having because all the policies that the government will develop really will, will, will affect them, their stay, um, their jobs, and, and, and their studies and, and, and everything. I, I don't know if I'm making myself That clear. makes a lot of yeah. sense and yeah. uh, clarifies this yeah. idea that even though a government makes the decision to spend money in one area, mm. that has its consequences. Yep. And uh, while there'll be some voters in New South Wales who'll say, isn't it magnificent that there's a record amount of money being spent on infrastructure? Yep. In your community, John, yep. uh, businesses are closing. Yep. You can't, it's like a bottleneck trying to get into the CBD. Yep. People are frustrated by the development because it's very very difficult so that make that creates challenges and that just sheds some light doesn't it on the yep. way that uh, things are difficult uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to how people might even cast their vote but great to be able to hear an insight into the Asian community it raises something that there has been controversy uh, just in this last little while where the opposition leader uh, was uh, quoted saying some things mm-hmm. late last year about the Asian community because yep. he's been trying to defend those comments yep. But suggesting that the Asian community coming to Australia and taking Australian jobs, uh, what sort of impression do you have about uh, your community and perhaps their reaction to those sorts of remarks? Um, in terms of the immediate um, context that we have here, um, a lot of our members from Central Baptist Church uh, have been here in Australia for a long time. They they are middle class and they live in the suburbs um, surrounding. So in terms of um, having a footing um, in this nation, they have contributed really to, to the building up of, of the society and, and, and the, the economy. I think what, what, what saddens me, what pains me is that um, every time there is an election, every time that there are decisions to be made, you know, like in, in terms of leadership empowerment, those people who are 
marginalized, those people who are migrants or ha- are becoming like an issue. You know, like it's, I, I mean, th- we are living in a very polarized world today, and I just feel that it shouldn't be. Um, you know, like Australia, like we established at the beginning, is a, a multicultural society, and it's something that the the people of Australia should be should be proud of and and should be accepting of. So when politicians use um, the migrants as an issue, when 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 it's used to 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 gain votes or um, to you know like to 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 gain political mileage, I think that's that's the source of. Um, frustration and and of course pain, especially. I mean, I do represent um, migrant peoples as well. I've been here in Australia for 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 ten years, and I believe Australia is a great place. But like like what I said earlier, every election cycle, something pops up with regards to the people who are stealing the jobs or um, who are like being nuisance and whatnot. But if we see it as a whole, everyone has contributed in building the nation, really. Whether they're temporary residents here, whether just like the foreign students where the government earns revenues really from, from their tuition fees and they're, they're bringing a lot of money here. So it, it shouldn't be like that. And I think this is just my personal take on it. You know, like, um, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a powerful thing too, uh, when you're reflecting these thoughts, yeah. because I know that uh, the broader community is often suspicious yeah. about when Christian leaders uh, tell them how they should vote. Yep. And, of course, we never usually endeavour to do that. We don't tell people what mm. they ought to do. Uh, but what people, I suspect, need to hear from Christian leaders is what the policies do as they contrast or whether they are similar to our Christian values. Mm. Is the Asian community, do you think, in this CBD part of town aware of the sorts of values that we talk about. You mentioned to me a little earlier, a lot of Asian people are actually very conservative in their values, mm. and uh, yep. perhaps that's why they've actually made Australia their home. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts for uh, for the way that they're suspicious about people telling them how to vote, and yet they're interested in the ethics of how they're voting? Yep. I believe the, um, you know, like the Asian community um, as, as a force um, in terms of the populace um, really has a has a significant um, voice. However, in terms of expressing that voice, the Asians would probably um, put themselves uh, like in the background. There are conversations going behind, but they're not militant enough to 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 voice it out. And I think politicians should be um, sensitive in in tapping on those. Definitely, the Christian um, the Christians, um, the Asian Christians, for that matter, believe in in Christian Christian values. Um, and that's why, like, even in, in major policy changes or, like, plebiscites that are happening, there are lots of conversations, you know, like, within the Asian communities. But you don't expect these to be, like, up, up front and, and out there um, because it's, it's a cultural thing, you know, like, um, I'm not saying that the Asians are invisible, but there's this thing called losing a face, and, and you don't want that. And I think even now, I, I told you, Neil, that sitting down here in this very political kind of a program, a lot of our members are kind of worried what, yep. what I will say. Yep. That's why I said, okay, I would, I would express myself here um, based on, on what I, I believe in. So definitely we value. We value Christian principles. And we consider that in terms of voting um, people, you know, like in, in, in 
um, places of you know like um, positions. Um, so it, it's very very important um, for us. Uh, well, I suspect your community will be very impressed with the the insights that you've been able to bring today. And just before we let you go, John, uh, we're t- we're talking about a church been in the CBD yep. here in Sydney since the 1830s. Yep. Uh, wonderful church. Uh, as you say, these days it gets lost. Uh, it's dwarfed by the skyscrapers yep. around it. But here you are still in the middle of the CBD. Uh, your church services, as I understand it, you've got a mix of Mandarin language yep. and Cantonese language. Uh, the Asian community is, uh, you know, I guess you're looking out over a sea of Asian faces when you're doing church. Yep. I think it's four or five services on a yep. Sunday. And uh, you were about to say? Yep. So, I'll, I'll, yeah. So we have four different congregations. Um, we have worship services at nine o'clock for the Cantonese and the Mandarin congregations, and we have an eleven o'clock service for the international uh, congregation, where it's not just Chinese. Um, we have people from from all nations. We have Filipinos. We have Thai people. We have um, Nepalese. Um, some some Sri Lankans, and 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 the mixture of everything. And then, of course, another four thirty. Cantonese service. So like what I said, this is a melting pot of cultures. And if you people out there are looking for a church um, to worship in the city of Sydney, then we're open. Uh, we're open to receive you and we're open to, to give you a space for for you to find community, really. Yeah. And let me say, I'm personally humbled by the warmth and the welcome that we've received this morning at Central Baptist Church, and we'll be talking about where we are throughout the broadcast. Uh, but John, uh, Reverend John Luster, Reverend Dr. Yeah. John Luster, <laughs> let me say thank you so much for being part of our broadcast today, yeah. and uh, all the best for uh, the growth of the church as it comes into the future. Thank you so much, Neil, and I hope that today will be a very enlightening and encouraging discussion for everyone. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.